How much time till we're on? Get you on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. I don't know about you kids, but this gets us fired up. Gets us nasty. (laughs) Spitting out of our noses. You know Daddy doesn't play it when you're not here? It's not cool, is he? He actually... He's he never, doesn't get the vibe. He he's never get heard the, of that song. He doesn't get the vibe. He doesn't get the marbo, does he? He just doesn't under. He wouldn't even understand that reference. The movie. Oh, the castle. Yeah, the castle. Mm. He wouldn't know what that is. You know, in the office today here uh, at SCN, you know, there's a bunch of people who don't even know the movie or the comics called Foot Rot Flats. What? Mm. Part of our. Part so of our youth, wasn't well, it? Well, part of you know, it's a very proud yeah. New Zealand product too. Hello and welcome to Sports Day. Starting off on a controversial foot tonight, Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews. Here, how good is mushroom on pizzas? Just mushroom. I got. I love it. Truffle, truffle mushrooms. No, these are just your your cheap ones mm. with a bit of basil. I'm halfway through eating some leftover pizza from lunch. Uh, welcome to the show. Big show tonight. Are you a pineapple man on pizza? I yeah, love pineapple yeah, on yeah. pizza. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I am. I, I think the Italians got it completely wrong. Yep. Seriously, they go nuts on lemons and they're forgetting about pineapple. <laughs> Seriously, they've got trees everywhere with lemons on them. Grow some pineapple, for God's sake, yeah. you'll enjoy it. Hey, welcome to the show, Sats, uh, and to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, our SCN stations, 1170 Sydney, 693 in Brizzy, 1620 on the Goldie, our SCN track stations, uh, SCN Fanatic, and of course that SCN app. You can download that anytime uh, from iTunes, no, it's not iTunes, it's the App Store and also Google Play. Uh, and hello to all our listeners through SENZ in New Zealand. How excited are you? You must be frothing it at the moment. You can get involved, double eight double three on the text if you're in NZ. I wonder if there's going to be many New Zealand WAS fans that will that will uh, greet them at the airport. In, in Brisbane? Even for the departure. Yes, they well. are departing uh, tomorrow morning early. Yeah. From, from Auckland. Mm, that'd be interesting. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm sure they'll get a nice uh, send-off. And, look, there are a lot of New Zealanders in southeast Queensland, so I'm sure they'll get a welcome at Brisbane Airport when they arrive tomorrow. Um, yeah, it's going to be – oh, look, the, the buzz around Queensland, around Brisbane about Super Saturday mm. is incredible. I mean, when was the last time – I mean, it's different for places like Sydney because how many teams we got in Sydney? Uh, NRL teams? How many teams? I oh, know eight, isn't there? Yeah, something like, like it's not a one-team town, and mm. I know I know the Dolphins are there, right? But but Brisbane's predominantly a Broncos town, right? Mm. And then you've got the only AFL team in the town, the Lions, all playing on the one day. I don't think there's been a bigger day of sport in any city. Three hours apart, too. Just over three hours apart. Isn't what do you it? mean? No, Two and a half hours apart, isn't it? Because the it overlaps. Well, the yeah, well, the AFL first bounces at five fifteen. That and they held that back, didn't they? That that time, they didn't release the time for the Brisbane game, which actually no, is, they did the Bronx. No, for the Lions. Yeah, no, it's and just Carlton. ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, this last year, 
The Swans played Collingwood at 4.45 in a prelim final. So that Saturday prelim is always a twilight game. It allows the travelling team to get back to their home state that night so they don't have to lose a day in preparation. This is the latest a twilight uh, preliminary final has ever started in AFL on a Saturday. Collingwood on Friday night is playing... Yeah, GWS. GWS. But GWS have had a shorter preparation than what Carlton have. Yeah, and they'll stay... And they had to travel to Adelaide as well. Yeah. That does make sense. Do you think it's rigged? From scheduling... Oh. And then Carlton gets an extra day off. Yeah. Do you think the AFL are are trying to disadvantage Brisbane and GWS as much as they can? I hope... This is what I'm hoping for in the AFL. What? I'm hoping it's a GWS and Brisbane Lions grand final. Wow. Stuff those Melbourne teams... Do you think the AFL are wanting a Carlton Collingwood? I think last time was nineteen eighty one. Absolutely. Well, from a numbers point of view, from a viewers' numbers point of view, wouldn't you want a team from out of Victoria instead of two Victorian sides? Look, I think I think it'll rate anyway. I mean, it'd mm. be better. Uh, I mean, are there a lot of GWS supporters in Sydney? It's still a developing club. Yep. But I don't. I don't know, mate. I I still think you need a lot of viewers. How good is the grand final weekend? Let's go forward, like. I love it when we have the AFL Grand Final on the Saturday. I'm envious of a couple of my friends who are going to Melbourne on the Thursday morning. Yep. Grand Final parade and yep. public holiday on a Friday. Yep. And then flying to Sydney on an 8 o'clock flight Sunday morning. To go to the NRL Grand yeah. Final. Well, you mm. know what I'm doing. I'll watch the Grand Final on the Saturday, the AFL. Yep. I'll try and get And then you'll watch day. the grand final on a Sunday, the NRL. No, well done. No, You're I'm going to get up and watch our boxing mate so early Sunday morning. Joy Opatire. Yep. From, yes. He'll be fighting in London. In Wembley, yeah. So I will be, um, I'll be watching that, then having a nana nap mid-morning, mm. and then back on it Saturday night. I'll have Sunday my first cracking and dry at 10 o'clock Sunday morning. You're on air. Doesn't matter. You can't, that, that's unprofessional. You're calling the game I for SEN. It'll be colourful. Oh, about time. You're normally uh, boring. Watch out, Sporting Globe at King Street Wharf. Hey, Daddy's put up some breaking news. We're going to get to it, Daddy. Just hold your horses. Jareen Buller has re-signed. A, he's got a four-year deal worth $2.7 million at the West Tigers. Not bad for a 21-year-old. He signed. Yep, and wow. extended. So upgraded and extended to Good the end work. of 2027. Great well, news. If we're going to talk about contracts, then we might as well mention Corey Horsburgh this afternoon put pen to paper with the Raiders. Extended another three years. To the end of 2027. Yep. So it's that time of the season where we're going to see extensions and upgrades, aren't we? So, mm. so there's your breaking news out of uh, the West Tigers. Hey, um, if you want to text us in Oz, 0457 736 736, uh, 8833 if you're in New Zealand or call us 1300 01 1170. I actually, in particular, want to hear from our Kiwi listeners uh, tonight. How are you spending your Saturday night? I mean, your game's not on till, it's not on till what, 10 to 10? Yeah, 10, ten to, to ten. yeah, yeah, nine fifty. Is it ten to ten? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And the, and New Zealand's daylight saving starts the next morning. Yes, correct. A week before us. Yeah. yeah. So, um, how are you spending your Saturday night? I'll be asleep by half past seven. Like I, I don't think I could stay awake till ten to ten. Mm. I'm old. Yeah. And you, you don't stay up late, do you? Well, when we're calling the game, we do. We don't get off air till about eleven. <laughs> Australian time. I'm confused. Yeah. Uh, if you're in New Zealand, how are you spending your Saturday night watching uh, the Warriors and the Broncos go head to head? Double eight, uh, double three. On TikTok, Sports Day SEN, Instagram, SENQ, Twitter, Sports Day New South Wales. On the show tonight, your former roommate and Panthers legend, uh, Tony Pulitua. Funniest man in rugby league. 
Yeah, he sometimes doesn't come through. You've got to really goad him. You've got to get him going. Big T pull tour. What a machine he was. He was six. He's six foot four. He played at about one hundred and fifteen kilos. Ran like a centre. I reckon in today's game, yeah, he'd be a front row. He'd, he'd be another. He was as close to Payne Haas the way he used to be able to move, and he was an amazing athlete. That good? Oh yeah, he was an amazing. For about three, four years there, he was the most devastating back rower in the competition. Can you imagine that room sharing with you two? Mm. We used to eat a lot. Did you? Yeah. You see, you and we wrestled a lot. Nude. Nude. No. <laughs> No, we used to wrestle a lot. Why? Well, we used to gang up on other rooms. So we, it was before the days when you would, oh. you, you had the swipe card. You you get the key from the reception. You go and hide in the room. And the you, the teammates would come into the room unbeknown, and then we just. But who who would you pick on the most? Um, probably Luke Lewis and Luke Rooney because they're wingers. Yeah, right. Yeah, easy targets, <laughs> and they're nineteen. <laughs> How old were you and Tony when you were sharing? Oh, room? T was only about T was only about twenty three, twenty four. I was thirty. Who was the better foot play, footy player, him or his brother Frank? Two completely different athletes. Frank was a front rower, super fit, and T was about three inches taller than him. Played in the second row. Two completely different players. Yeah. Mark from Quakers Hill. Great players, but really good players. Got a question, Sats? Yeah. Wants to know if the, well, you can ask yep. it, Mark. <laughs> What's your question? Yeah. G- g'day, Woogie. G'day, Sats. Uh, on the uh, pizza thing, I would like to recommend, first of all, Mavano Kebab and Grill in Strathfield Plaza because they do the biggest slices of chicken and pineapple pizza, four fifty a slice. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, boom. Love afternoon. it. I can't answer so, Ma- so, Mark, on- you, so, Mark, if you've had a big night on the sip and you're on your way home, would yep. you – and then you had a kebab shop or a slice yep. of pizza shop, do you head to the pizza shop at 3 in the morning or the kebab shop? I'd go to the pizza shop. Yeah, me too. Both. Yeah. <laughs> That's yep. what I'd do. Hey, what's anyway, your question? My, yeah, definitely the pizza shop. Well, I'd like to know from you guys your opinions on how you think the Warriors are going to do in the preliminary final this weekend and making it all the way to the grand final to win the premiership. And how well do you think the Wallabies are going to do in comparison to the All Blacks <laughs> and getting through to the quarterfinals of the Rugby World Cup? Is that a joke? I think with Eddie, we... We need to ditch it. We need to ditch Eddie Jones to stand any chance of getting through to um, wow. any success in any World Cup, in my opinion. Wow, wow! He's had to pick up a pretty, pretty horrible mess that he came into not long before the World Cup. So, to answer your question about the Wallabies, I think we beat Wales ah. in the third round what? Uh, of matches, and I think we just sneaked through based on the win against Georgia. And to answer your question about the Warriors. I think we've got two inexperienced sides when it comes to finals, both the Broncos and the Warriors. And I think the yep. Warriors have every chance of upsetting the Broncos, but I think this Broncos side are cherry ripe. They're, they've had a week off. They're young. They've got a lot of swagger. Um, so so do you think the rugby league – sorry, Mark. Do you think the rugby league world wants to see a um, – take, take the emotion of the Warriors out, right? You want to see a close grand yep. final if you've got no skin in the game, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think everyone wants yep. to see Panthers and Broncos as the two best teams this year? I think they want to see the Panthers and the Warriors, mainly for the reason, for all the good that the Warriors did by staying over here when COVID was on and keeping the game going. Yeah, okay. And um, there's a lot there's a lot of Kiwis um, here in Sydney, and I work with a lot of them, and uh, they, they're itching for a Warriors win. And I'm half Kiwi myself, and it'd be good to see the Warriors get the win. All right, mate. Are you a Warriors supporter? 
they're my second team. I'm a Panthers supporter first and foremost. Oh, there you go. So of course I want the of course I want the Panthers to win, but if the Warriors take it out, well, I reckon it's well deserved on the Warriors' part if they manage to get it. And I reckon with Sean Johnson back, yep. the Warriors stand a good chance of not just beating the Broncos but going all the way. All right, mate. Thank you for your call, Mark from Quakers Hill. There, some good matchups, isn't it? Sean Johnson up against. Adam Reynolds, mm. and then if either of those get through, it's and if Panthers get through and get over the top of Melbourne, um, you never know what's going to happen in finals. We've seen it happen. We've seen upsets happen before. Then you've got if Cleary gets through, you've got either of those halfbacks up against Cleary. You know, I haven't even scratched the surface of what's coming up in the show tonight. Yeah, uh, we still say Tony Paul too. Yeah, yeah, three burning questions. Yep. Uh, if you've got an extra one you want to chuck in, send it through to us. Uh, Simon Orchard from Greyhound Racing New South Wales have a couple of tips. Mm-hmm. Things that make you go hmm. And last night, uh, you and the Rat did an outside broadcast. That's what we call it in the biz. We call it an OB yep. in the biz. <laughs> uh, and it was from our great supporters, well, Jim at Burley. And at the end of the show, I know a lot of you don't stick around to the end of the show because you've got better things to do. But we finish it every <laughs> night with Sats's last laugh. And it's pretty ordinary. I've got to say, last night was – I was looking forward to last night because I thought it was one of my favourites that I'd ever told. But I – yeah. Uh, Steve from Dubbo, who's already called me a flog – uh, on the text, uh, he will even probably back this up and say this was Sats's greatest last laugh last night. On Sports Day, it's time oh. for the last laugh with Scott Thanks. Sattler. Thanks. I can't believe yeah, I just wandered think. in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set oh. after me. The stage is yours, Sats. Well, last night after the show, my, my wife and I went to a swingers club. Oh, was it Flamingo out the front? Yeah. Or the pop, pop, pineapple? And um, they said it's $15 entry. $20 for a meal. We're pretty hungry, so we, we pay the $20 for a meal. And as we went in... <laughs> na- <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> a naked bug with bugs. <laughs> oh, oh, the meal. <laughs> a bug went down my... Oh, 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 so We've lost him. We've lost him. We've lost him. I want to thank everyone for tonight. There's a moth. The moth went straight down my throat. You know who you sounded like? Please pull up to the service window, please. I could also deep fry the bag. Uh, Mate. Yeah. So we didn't get the joke. So are you going to use that one tomorrow night? Uh, Tonight? Do you want me to tell it now? Is, can we, is it clean? Because you're talking yeah, about so, swingers club. So my wife and I went to a swingers club after Tuesday night show, or Monday night show, and, and the guy on the door said it's $15 entry, but $20 for a meal. And I said, well, we're quite hungry because we hadn't eaten. We were nervous. So we went to we, – we said, well, we'll have the $20 for a meal. Yeah. So we walked in, and this nude guy just walks up and says, hi, I'm a meal. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what made that the bug made that funny. The bug, the bug took one for the team, didn't it? It was a suicide oh. bug. Hey, uh, text from four one three here. I heard yep. there was a magnitude six plus earthquake yeah, on the South Island of New Zealand, but thankfully there were no reports of severe damage or injury. Just wondering, was the New Zealand gods, uh, rugby league gods, showing their anger about what time the Broncos versus Warriors game will be shown in New Zealand? Have a great show, Good Simon text. from Wollongong. Good text, hey. Simon. Yes, my in laws live in Omaru. Rang them straight away. And they said it was about 70 kilometres from where they were. Um, they felt some some movement, but not a lot. So not a lot, no, well, no damage. So right, yeah. good to hear. Yeah, it is good to hear. Hey, listen, uh, by the way, we've got a double pass to give away tonight. The Panthers versus Storm this Friday night at, at a course stadium. Of course, uh, grand final qualifier one. 
Uh, don't miss the finals blockbuster this Friday night when the Panthers take on the Storm. But, of course, Stadium, your chance to win coming up soon. Sats, uh, we're going to give you a question, uh, listener. We'll give you a question. No, they've uh, got to ring up first, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, I know. Yeah. But, but you're going to give the cue to call. Can you just do the, the, the noise? That will be – but the, don't ring now. This is okay. just how it sounds. That's a Panther. Okay. Sounds like a whippersnipper. When you're at Panthers Stadium, you hear that go over the yeah, over the right the speakers. Right, yeah. So when you hear that, <laughs> it will be after seven o'clock. I'm mm. telling you that right now. So stick around for that. Uh, what else have we got here? Um, oh, let's do the good oil, right, for Cobra Mistake because we've got to go to a break. Uh, premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. The Tigers, as we said, have re-signed uh, Jareen Buller. Uh, Val Holmes, let's just quickly talk about this. $25,000 fine for alleged white powder photo. Yep. And a one-match ban. Fair or unfair? Fair. Okay. Play on. I, I think it's consistent with what happened with the three Melbourne players as well. And, you know, go your hardest if you want to try and prove what it is, but you know, it, it's just not going to happen. So I think that's fair. $25,000, one game for basically winning the Dally M for being idiotic. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think, listeners? 0457 736 736. Uh, double eight double three if you're in New Zealand or 1300 011170. Got to go to a break. I know we've got Mick from Margaret River uh, standing by. We'll get to you after the break. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of We're legends. Back. For this World is Gym Sports Australia. Day. We'll be back Train in a moment. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. It's our new theme song. Hey, what, what about Rat last night claiming he was asked to go on The Masked Singer? That's crap. It is. He just puts his hand up for any... So he, he wants to go from being the godfather on Survivor... Yep. ...to then... Potentially thinking about going on The Masked Singer. Is there a show he won't touch? Oh, he, honestly, he would do anything for money, that guy. Mick from Margaret River. Thanks for giving us a call, mate. one 1170 Welcome to Sports Day. Hello, Mick. That, Woogie, how are you? Good, mate. Good, Mick. What's That's happening? I a question about this um, new... Oh, plenty. It's yeah. quite busy down here, which is a bit odd because it's winter. But, um, uh, quick one on this whole... New um, transfer thing. Hey, so Mick, Mick just quickly, <laughs> just quickly, it's yeah. now spring. Just, now it's spring, it's not yeah, winter. Hey? Yeah, yeah, just we're three quarters away through the first month of spring, just heads up. Well, well you just so you know, not in my, not, mate, it's freezing down here still. Okay, sorry, mm. continue with your question. <laughs> it's all good. We only get two months of sun down here. All right. In January. All right. Um, uh, so, can a, if they can match that for 10 days, can another team come in and swoop in on it as well? Good question. So there's one there's one offer that they'll accept. I'm led to believe, Mick. So there's one offer that would be lodged with the NRL. Not a contract, just an offer. Um, but no, the, the club has the last right of refusal, his current club. So another team can't come in and kibosh it. Right. Yeah. Does that so, make sense? Oh, no. Yeah, it does. Because yeah. well, no one said anything about it. So I was like, can everyone swoop in over the top? Because yeah, no, no one knows what the offer is. And the, and the other thing too, all, anyway. all the existing club needs to do is match the offer. Is that correct? Well, they they can offer less. They can offer less, but if it's what's too, the point? Well, 
there's living conditions. There's, right, okay. You know, Premiership cu- chances. Current club. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, if Whether get, it's the West Tigers. Well, it could get to the, it could get to the stage where if it's, <laughs> if it's, if it's uh, too much of a decreased amount right, or okay. less amount, well, the NRL will look into it. Right, yeah, Mick. Got to run. Thanks, Thanks mate. Thanks, Mick. Cheers, boy. There goes Mick freezing his backside off in oh, in, spring. Mar- in spring in Margaret River. Yeah. Uh, three burning <laughs> questions now. Toolkit Depot, tools, equipment, safety gear, and work. We're going to throw ver- three very quick ones okay. at you because your uh, ex-teammate and roommate standing by, Tony Pulatua. Mm-hmm. Uh, question one. Come November one, out of Ezra Mam, Jerome Luai, or Cohen Akeon Kalamatangi, who would you buy and why if you were the Canberra Raiders? I'd go Ezra Mam. Yeah, I think I just think they need a they really good need a good really good strike player in the halves with Jack Whiten going, even though he's playing centre at the end of the year. So I'd say I'd say Ezra. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I want to ask our listeners about this too. Sats mm. great grand final qualifiers. Yep. And a lot of players say they're harder to win than GFs, right? I think they they were. Yeah. Is there one? Is there a special game that comes to mind? Oh, you know what? There's one that comes to mind for me. And while I do this, I'm going to ask Daddy Vass if he can get the Get some of the audio for it because um, we always love listening to the audio. It's 2006. It was the Brisbane Broncos up against the Bulldogs at Sydney Football Stadium. And Brisbane Broncos were down 20 points to six. Remember the story about Willie Mason was mouthing off in the tunnel saying, we're going to another yep. grand final. Yep. Broncos, you yep. were on Mad Monday. Yeah. And. Daddy Vass has just let us know he's got the audio right there oh, now. How good. How quick is he? That's awesome. That's yeah, we... awesome. So here it is, 2006 grand final qualifier. Sherwin puts in a kick, down into the corner, down into the end goal. Hodges has got a bit of room to work in. Here comes the defence, led by Sherwin, beats him, beats Ryan, goes inside Roberts, goes outside another, takes it outside the 30, gets the ball away. Here's Berrigan. Berrigan sprinting down. He's still 20 metres away. Berrigan's going for the corner. Berrigan, Berrigan, he's over. This has been a miraculous play. I can't believe it. He's lucky with a step off his right foot. He goes through. He breaks them open. 30 to go. Goes out to Carroll. Carroll, he'll get it back to Lockyer. Lockyer goes in. That's 14 tries. They never gave up. They changed direction. And now so there you have it, the Broncos in 2006 against the Bulldogs. Jeez, it was a strong Bulldogs side too. 20 points to six at half time. End up going through and scoring, oh, I think it was 20 20, 30-odd points, about 30 points, 29 points, unanswered points to beat the Bulldogs. Great preliminary finals or grand final qualifiers, as Sats calls them. Which one comes to mind? 0457 736 736. Uh, double eights, double three uh, for our New Zealand listeners. Uh, or you can um, call us, one three hundred o one eleven seventy. Third burning question for you, Sats. Yeah. Harry Jones, journo writing for the Raw, which is an independent website, which is a great website, it by the good, way, yeah. has declared if the Wallabies don't beat Wales, Eddie Jones should be sacked. We just heard that earlier on, didn't we? Didn't we? From mm. one of the callers. Um, no. Can I answer that one? No, I don't think so as well. I, I just think he's been he's been given a a, a pretty ordinary, messy situation. I, I don't think Eddie Jones should be the coach. Yeah, I was going to ask you I mentioned think, that off the I air, think yeah. Eddie. I think Eddie Jones should be higher up. Yeah. I think he should be fixing rugby. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think he would be far more beneficial with the passion that he's got for Australian rugby and the brand. I think he should be sitting over the top of a head coach and looking after everything from pathways to recruitment to systems, whatever it may be. Yeah, no, not a bad call, that. 
So many issues with rugby. Even Rat tells us on air and off air that they just got too greedy. Oh, but They're... Rat always says that he should be the coach as well. So does he? Yeah. I thought he was on the Masked Singer. Well, Which character would he be? The massive kebab. <laughs> would he? <laughs> what about a massive alien? Could you imagine he's singing? They wanted him to sing Brown Eyed Girl. He said home phone then, not phone home. Oh. That's interesting. Yeah, right. Mm. Uh, Toolkit Depot, everything you need under one roof. Tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear in store and online. There's your three burning questions. Got any bonus questions you want to throw at us? Uh, 0457 736 736. 1300 011170. Or for our New Zealand listeners, 8833. When we come back, your former roommate. I want to get some, I want to get some dirt on what you used to get up to. When you were sharing a room with Tony Pulatua. We'll get to that next here on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. He's over again. Tony Pulatua. He's over again. Try. Try. Another try. (laughs) How is that three? Tony Pulatua just scored three tries in one try, you know, according to Rabs. That game was in 2000. Uh, Penrith will be behind 31 8 with 20 minutes to go. Yep. And our next guest ran right. And you know who he ran right over? Who? Shout out to our good colleague, Joel Kane. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. Fair income. He terrorized Sugar. <laughs> yeah. Tony, welcome to Sports Day. Uh, Sats' old roommate, tell us how boring of a roommate. With Sats. <laughs> well, he was, he was probably he was my best ever roommate throughout my whole career. Um, you know, there was always something happening with Sats. Um, the the guy was just he, he just had everything. You know, like there was if he wasn't imitating someone, he was uh, you know from our team. He would be terrorising them somehow, like when we'll be away. Um, you know, if, if it wasn't that, he'd be doing stuff to me in the room, like just beating me up what? or just wanting to have a spa like before a game or something like that. Uh, not not a hot spa, but... <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> oh, Who were you mean but, to, uh, Sats? Yeah, no, he was good. Now, T and I, we were roomed for a few years there and we just used to just gang up on people. Like we'd get their key. back before the days where you use a swipe card, you'd go and get the the other room key and you'd turn the heater on and you'd do stuff to their toilet and you'd well, what, you'd what? rack up movies to their How room. How old were you? Yeah, blokes? I know. We're in our twenties. Some may say early thirties. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we did a team. We we used to get the young guys in the lifts and uh, we used to stop the list and then we'd just ring the bell in the list and start punching into it uh, in, in the list. And, uh... I tell you, we did have, we did have one ritual. Like a little welcoming. Didn't we, T? We had one ritual uh, whenever we'd go away and we, we'd have to stay in the hotel. T and I would have one ritual. It was always a late-night ritual the night before the game. What was it? Can you remember? <laughs> Uh, yeah, we used to, we always used to get twisties, uh, the night, night before the game. How exciting. Um, <laughs> it was, I, I think it was, um, yeah, it was just one of those things Like once we started to, to win a lot of games, um, we, we would always try and stick to what was working for us and, and, um, 
the twisties was always one of them. <laughs> so we felt like we, we couldn't go away from eating the twisties the night before the game. So that had become a ritual for us. Who grew their hair longest first? Was it you or Joe Nullivar, part of the Hair Bears? I'm not sure. Eh? Um, I, I think I, I may have started growing mine before Joey's. So I might have might have been a little bit longer than Joey's. But um, yeah, it, it was just one of those things. We, we never we never ever spoke about like growing our hair at the same time. We just it was uh, pre-season, uh, end of 2002, and then, um, yeah, we both come back and we could see that we both started growing our hair and we just thought we'll make a thing of it. And um, you... we just said, yeah, we'll, we'll let it go and we'll see what happens. <laughs> can you remember, T, can, you remember, <laughs> can you remember when Joey came, Joey came to training and he dyed his hair the same colour as Beyonce? <laughs> <laughs> Joey may have gone to a Beyonce concert and uh, was inspired by her hair colour. So, um, when it died, his hair that that evening and uh, come back in the training, he thought oh. it would be a good idea. Oh, and, uh, so funny. Terrorised by the boys for the rest of the year. <laughs> it was so funny. Hey, uh, the Penrith Panthers, T, into their fourth grand final qualifier. And they've lost Appy, yeah. they've lost Kikau, and he's done a great job, hasn't he, Ivan Clear? But do you see them play? Have you noticed they've. Do you think they've been playing a different style since they've lost those two players? I think they've had to make a few adjustments um, based on those players that they've lost. You know, Uppy, Uppy played a totally different game to um, what Mitch Kenny's uh, played at, at Penrith this year. And uh, I think they've had to make adjustments in, in the same with in the back row with um, Kikau as well. Um, you know, the, when he left, the um, I think they ended up signing uh, uh, Ghana from the Tigers, and, and they're two totally different players. Um, I, I think Ghana, Ghana's a, a good player, really good player, but um, very, very different to um, um, to Kikau. But um, and then and then Hoskins has been in there, and he's been mm. he's been brilliant all year, and um, you know the likes of um, uh, Sorensen, uh, Sorensen's been unbelievable when he's played there in the back row. So I think they've made adjustments, and um, you know they, they've had to adjust pretty quickly. And um, I, I think those adjustments probably cost them the first the first few games at the start of the year, but that uh, they would have been able to come through um, and, and finish top of the league again. Now you represented the Kiwis, twenty-two tests as well, played a. A number of tests for Samoa as well, but the Waz, are you are you on the bandwagon, T? <laughs> oh man, how, how can you how can you not be on the wagon for the Waz? Um, you know, just just from what's happened, uh, you know, with the Warriors the last few years and uh, having to make that sacrifice to come over to Australia and um, you know basically keep the competition running. Um, and you know, so they had to move away from their families for 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 a while there and make base over here in Australia. And um, yeah, so it, it's it's great seeing what's happening with them at the moment and all the you know success that they're having. Um, I don't know how far they'll get. 
you know, who, who knows? But um, yeah, it's a, it's a really good thing to see um, the, the Warriors and the Wars. Mm. Wars. The Wars, eh? It's, it's mm. just all happening for them now, right now. Yeah, Tony, this show goes to uh, New Zealand every night. Hello to our New Zealand listeners. You want to text through, 8833 is our text number. And we see it every time we're on air. Did you ever think we would see a moment in time in the sporting landscape in New Zealand where the Warriors would be bigger than the All Blacks are at the moment and taking into <laughs> account there's a Rugby World Cup going on? Yeah, well, um, like I said, it's it's uh, an amazing thing. I, I'd never thought, uh, you know, growing up in New Zealand, anything or any other type of rugby would be bigger than the All Blacks. Um, but it seems to be the case right now with the Warriors. Um, really, they're doing something special in the in the NRL competition. And, um, you know, like you said, like the, the Rugby World Cup on... But it seems to be all, all eyes on uh, on the Warriors at the moment. So it's, I mean, it's great for the game and it's great for you know, the game of rugby league in New Zealand too, which is rugby union dominated. So um, it's great for the game there. Now we're talking grand final qualifiers tonight, preliminary finals, and some of the great games. T, uh, we played the Warriors actually in the 2003 grand final qualifier. We beat them on a Sunday afternoon, and to go through to play the Roosters the following week, I always. I was more nervous thinking back playing the grand final qualifier than I was actually grand final. Like, is there anything that you can recall from the grand final qualifier against the Warriors, whether it was a lead-up, whether it was uh, during the game, after the game, whatever it may be? Is there something that stands out? Uh, with, you mean with the game against the Warriors? Yes. It, it was... Um... It was always different for me when I when I played the Warriors. I felt like I had to go that extra mile because of because it was New Zealand, because it was my home uh, team, and um, because I knew so many of them uh, for playing in the Kiwis together. And um, I remember um, one game. I, I can't remember what year it was. Um, we were playing the Warriors at um, Mount Smart. And uh, and I was laughing and joking with the players at the start, uh, at, before the game, um, uh, with the Warriors players. And I, I remember Rossi Simmons pulling me aside and, and saying to me, "Can you ever, can you ever make friends and laugh and carry on like that with the with the opposite team again like that?" I said, "These guys uh, are out there trying to, you know, basically trying to do the same thing as you when." Um, you know, get your spot in the Kiwis. So, um, you know, before the game, don't ever, don't ever do anything like that. So, um, so that that was a good lesson for me. And I, and I think, you know, over the years, and then going into that game, um, I, I knew, I knew what the Warriors would always bring when we played them. I, I knew that they would, you know. Never go easy on me because we were, were Kiwi teammates. So I felt they, you know, they went extra harder against us because we were, you know, um, Kiwi teammates. And um, yeah, and it was no different in that preliminary final against them. So um, I, I was really confident that we were going to win, but um, it was just a matter of us going out there and doing it, doing the job. I've got a photo at home, Jace and listeners. I've got a really good photo at home of full time of the grand final qualifier. And there's myself, 
Joey Nullivow and T. So we're two back rolls in the lock and we're all celebrating together. And just in the background, you, you can see our coach Johnny Lang coming in. And after that photo, he actually came to us and said, hey, guys, settle down. Yeah, wow. We've still got another game to play. But I, I, I suppose he didn't realise that T and I, we'd, we'd come from winning a wooden spoon and getting second last the year before. We we're going to celebrate every, any chance we could, weren't we, T? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, I, I do remember Lange coming up to us and uh, telling us to settle down. Don't get carried away. We've still got another game to go. Um, but, yeah, like you said, Sati, like uh, I think, you know, our time at, at the Panthers, uh, our Panthers, you know, with you know, getting the wooden spoon um, and, and not doing so good the year after, or the year before, um, 2003, um, you know, everything just sort of like flashed through our, our minds at that time. And, um, you know, just for us to reach the grand final was just an unbelievable feeling. And I think that's why we embraced <laughs> at that time. It was just, we couldn't believe we had done it. Um, you know, we, we come from, I think we started the year at, uh, you know, six and one um, at the start of the year, of 2003. But uh, we, were, we were like second last and, you know, we, we were sort of like staring down the barrel of going through the same thing as 2002. So, um, yeah, obviously everything changed. And um, during that time, uh, it was a special moment to know that we were in the grand final. And they get a chance to do it again. Penrith mm. this Friday night, Jace. So, well, Why don't you mm. two uh, have a packet of twisties? Uh, on Friday night and send each other a photo. Won't you do that, boy? It's just for old time's sake. I tell you what, I will, I will send you a photo. The following Friday, we're going to the grand final lunch oh, at God. Penrith. So we will send you a late night photo. If the Panthers get through this week, boys, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll get Joe next week yep. and we'll have a chat to him and play back the Beyonce stuff. How's yeah, that sound? That'd be good. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah. Uh, Tony Pulizzo, thank you so much uh, for joining us on Sports Day tonight. And, and go the Panthers on Friday night against the Storm. <laughs> We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. Uh, soon your chance to win a double pass to go and see the Panthers in the storm at a core stadium Friday night. Preliminary final number one. You'll have to answer some questions. We'll see how big a Penrith fan you are to get this uh, free double pass. That's coming up uh, real soon. Uh, some texts and calls now. Well, thanks to our mates at Mitre 10 Trade. Michael from Penrith is on the line. G'day, Michael. How are you? Yeah, good, really mate. What well. can we do for you? Um, I got just a suggestion I think the NRL should do with what the Warriors did do for the NRL in uh, staying away from their... Um, like living in Queensland for a period of time, is why can't they play one season at home? But the regular games that they would be at home, they can play at their standard home ground. And the other game, they can play somewhere else in New Zealand to help promote the game. So a team would have to would have to give up their home game, you're saying? Yes. Mm, that'll yes. never happen. Yeah, one, I love the idea. I do love the... season. I do. I, no. I love the romantic side of it. I really do. But I just think members... You won't sell a membership. I don't think members will, won't allow it of that no. club. I do like the idea of it, but to I say don't. thank you. No, I don't think... Oh, I think one year... I mean, I know 
again, Queensland, New South Wales should be just Queensland, New South Wales. But I, I would love to see from a revenue point of view that, that just for one year that one of the origins was taken to Eden Park. Just to say thank you. I like that. That would be nice. Yeah. As well. Yeah. yeah. But you can't play the game at 10 o'clock at night, Sats. Don't have to. No. I'm, you just, what, you think Channel 9 will want the game at 6pm? They'll want it at 8 o'clock, mate. It's it's why the game is at 7.50 on Saturday night, which is sussing, as you say. But yeah. it's not about the New Zealand market. It's about Channel 9 paying a billion bucks yeah, for the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for your call, Michael. Thank you, mate. Thank you, buddy. Uh, 0457 736 736 if you want to shoot us a text. Or you can um, you can give us a call, 1300 In New Zealand listeners... Mm-hmm. Um, who have to stay up till 10 o'clock Saturday night to see the Warriors, uh, you can get in touch with us too, double eight double three. Text messages, Sats? Yeah, we've got a few here, and we'll get through as many as we can. Rat was the problem with rugby. He took all their money. Good point. Yep, Fitzy. Pineapple and, on pizza is the best thing ever from 140. Agree. Sats, I was listening to you on the NRL Crunch Time podcast with Julian and AP. You said up the wires came from SJ saying it. He might have been the first to say it on national TV, but it came from the Warriors supporters group who started the movement after the COVID absence and the Warriors returned to Mount Smart. It was called Warriors at Home, leading to the Wars, the Windsor Warrior. Yeah, I didn't know that Windsor Warrior, but uh, I mean, Sean Johnson said it after a Cronulla game, I'm pretty sure. It was the oh, first he? I'd heard of it, and that's, that's when I suppose it really started to take take effect. Steve from Dubbo loved uh, the chat with uh, Tony Pulitzer. He's a great guy too. Isn't he, isn't he funny? He's a great guy. Has Frank got the same personality? Yeah, they have. Frank's a little bit more uh, a little bit more serious, but when you break him down, very, very funny. Jason Sats, definitely pizza over kebab. The problem with kebabs is the bread is too thin. It crumbles and the food spills out. Tommy from Sydney. Ah. Hey, Sats and the Flog, uh, can we get a fat pizza update, please? One, two, seven... Get lost. No, we will. We'll speak to uh, Simon Orchard from yeah. uh, Greyhound Racing New South Wales very shortly. Keep your texts coming through. 0457 736 Got our Penrith question soon. Yeah, we soon. have. Yeah. Double pass to Friday night's preliminary final. Giving that away next. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6. With up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Second hour of the show. Welcome back to it. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here uh, tonight. We're going to get to your calls and texts in just a moment. Thanks to Might Attend, the local business that values having yours. That's why the trades trust Might Attend. We are doing Sports Day. Thanks to our great partners, Kia and World Gym. Um, Sats, very shortly, a double pass to give away to your Penny Panthers. Got away from my, my noise, but... My yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Don't do it again because people might ring now. Okay, yeah. So you'll hear Sats carry on like a lunatic, making the Panthers noise, and then you have to answer some questions. Panthers supporters, you better know your history. Rooster Muzz mm-hmm. is into you. Oh, Worm, I'll now? give you one thing. At least you have the bottles to have a small bet on your team this week, unlike someone who mouths off all season. So that's with the New South Wales Cup grand final this week between North slash Roosters up against South. He bet us $50 each. I said, yep, I'm going to take it. 
there was crickets from you. Well, I've, this is the first I'm finding out about no, it, No, it was last night. Well, I wasn't on the show last night. I was pushing the buttons. Mm. That's what they call it in the biz. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know if I want to have a bet on Souths taking on Norse. But it's oh. Roosters. And you're quick to tee off on the Roosters any chance you get. So why don't you put your money where your mouth is with Rooster Muzz? 50 bucks. I don't know. Let me think about it. You know I'm pretty tight with money at the moment. I'm I'm working on my retirement plan. (laughs) Uh, Let's go to the line. Jeremy from West Pennant Hills. G'day, Jeremy. Hey, how are you, Jason? Good. How are you, Sats? Good fugitive. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) Hey, I I thought uh, there might be a bit of a compromise potentially available. I, I know we're going over things again and again, but you know what? With the New Zealand stuff, is there any way that they wouldn't be able to roll out gas and, and crap on for 50 minutes and just start the game at seven instead? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I love the pre-game, but I, I get where you're coming from. Because of this this circumstance that we're in at the moment where we've got a team from across the ditch that's garnished so much support, I think you're right, Jeremy. Let's just do a 15, 20-minute pre-game. Let's get okay. into it. Can I, can I ask you both a question? Yeah. The majority of the mm. viewers mm-hmm. to, for this game, right? And, and, and Channel, Channel 9 only care about Australia, right? Hence why 750. Mm. The, the majority yep. of the viewers are going to be from Brisbane and New Zealand, right? I mean, mm-hmm. people yep. will tune in in Sydney and, and around the Absolutely. country. But see the, who possibly sure. they're playing. But the majority, the the majority will be, you'd think, from Queensland and also from New Zealand. Absolutely. So why not even just move the game right. to 3 o'clock? Keep it clear of the AFL. I'm sorry, you can't you can't start it at seven because the AFL have done an absolute number on the NRL and footy fans in Queensland. Let's not make a mistake about that. Mm. They've got their game finishing after kickoff in the Broncos. And everyone can have their space. But given that what New Zealand has sacrificed for the game, I get it. Why don't we just put the game at three o'clock? You'll get a big audience watching Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And I I mean, we all get it, don't we? We all get it, but unfortunately mm. the broadcaster doesn't. Yeah. Can, all- can, I, can I just sort of say something there? Like, respectfully, in, in business, right, you know, you, you have competition. And you know what? I, I personally feel we have a much better product than what they do. Queensland, New South Wales, I'm in New South Wales, you know, uh, they've got a much better product. We've got a much bigger stronghold. Why are we even thinking, oh, we should just let... AFL have their time and we have our time. No, go bang up against them. No, it's about yeah, the fans. Though. If if you're in a one-team town like Brisbane, and and I, I've talked to yeah. people about this every day, it's they they have one rugby league team and they have one AFL team, and it's generally a Brisbane team. So it's either the Lions and the Broncos are the big ticket in in Brisbane. Correct, Sats? True. Yeah. So they yeah, they want to sure. they actually yeah. the fans want to see both. They don't want to have to make a choice. Uh, yeah. True. Yeah, you, that's fair. You okay. know, I don't agree with a lot of things Woogie says, but he is right but there. But you've got to think of the... the yeah, the, the man's f- got a point. Yeah. <laughs> right, thanks, Fugitive. You didn't have to laugh after making that comment, right? <laughs> see you, Jeremy. Well, mate, see you, that boy. is funny to actually see you make some sense. Yeah. All right, mate, <laughs> yeah. shut up. <laughs> Goodbye. I was, saying, I was saying on the weekend, I want Jeremy to do my ransom request. Yeah. Mm. When I kidnapped. Rightio, yeah. time yeah. to give away some tickets. <laughs> One three hundred. It took forever to 
record that. One three one. What is it? One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. You want to score some tickets to go and see the Panthers versus Storm Friday night? We got anyone straight away? And of course, wait. I'm just doing all the credits, okay. mate. Yep. In the biz. Um, uh, well, hang on, Daddy's just coming now. He's pointing to it. Am I not taking a prize caller here, or am I doing something else? John from Harrington Park. Oh, he's changed the plan. Yeah. Hello, John. Quickly, what can we do How for you? How are you, John? <laughs> G'day, boys. How are you? Yeah, good, good. mate. Good. Hey, hey, boys, Channel Nine's so arrogant. I'm surprised they haven't rung the New Zealand government and got them to change the time zone for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually not a bad. So then they'll be watching at 11 o'clock. Just for the night. Just what put, do you your, put the, all your watches back two hours. No, oh right, bring exactly. it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. yeah. change it to Queensland to time because because the next morning's daylight saving. You got to adjust it anyway. Well, you don't adjust it. It happens naturally now, doesn't it? No, I don't know. It's all <laughs> digital now. But I, you got a great. That is one of the greatest ideas I've heard, John, from Harrington Park. You should be knighted. Thanks, thanks, mm. You should be working Very with Gus. So. Yeah. All right, mate. Good idea. Thank you, John. Thanks for the call. Bye. That's Bye. all they need to do. Yeah. New Zealand government is in this. You know what? For the next five or six hours, we're putting all our clocks and our watches back two hours. Well, it's not a Channel 9 decision then. It's a it's a government, isn't it? You're right, New Zealand government. So you're saying John's blaming the New Zealand government? No, no, no. New Zealand Actually, you're having a go at John. No, I'm not. I'm supporting John. No, I'm supporting John too. Yeah. I think it's one of the greatest ideas I've heard. So yeah. what we should do, who's the Prime Minister of New Zealand? Is it still Helen Clark? <laughs> is that? No. Who is it? It's a new guy. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. new guy. Yeah. Change the time in New Zealand. Bring it bring it back two hours and then everyone else can watch it at 7.50. Genius idea. Mm. Rightio, time to give away some tickets uh, to the Panthers versus Storm this Friday night at Accor Stadium. This is going to be absolutely massive. Let's go to our first caller, uh, Ben from Penrith. G'day, Ben. Gentlemen, how are we? Very good. You don't get the tickets yet. You've got to answer. We'll see how much of a... A Panthers fan you are. We've got a question for you. Uh, so just so other just quickly though. Yeah. Just quickly. You remember that that twenty uh, sorry thirty two thirty one game that you beat um, the Tigers that you were talking about before with T. Yeah, two thousand. Special yep. mention. Yep. Yeah. Special mention to Chris Hicks. The week before against Newcastle, he kicked something like two from seven. He did. And then the next week. He, he nailed every single one, most of them from the sideline. Yeah, Girdler. that game, I still remember going, oh, my God, what happened? So Girdler wasn't, Girdler wasn't playing, so Hicks was kicking goals no. and nailed them from everywhere. And It was shocking the week before. There's a really interesting story with that. Uh, while Ray Warren is calling the game, he said Hicks steps back, looks up to the heavens, looks back, strikes it, uses the wind and kicks the goal. His mother had passed away not long, no. like, like the, the off-season oh, before. no way. And so when he was actually looking up, talking after the game, he said, I looked up to heaven. I said, come on, mum, help me out. Wow. And he kicked the winning goal. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Rightio, don't miss the finals blockbuster this Friday night when the Panthers take on the storm at a core stadium. What is the question for Benny? Is that? I say, it's just for Benny before we get to that. Now, if Benny gets this wrong. The suspension's killing me. Yeah, it's sort of like a last man standing, isn't it? So if Benny gets his last female standing. Whoa. Well, we've got some female listeners. Uh, whatever Hillstorm genuine, Hillary, she what, might ring up and get a little bit creepy. Whatever you recognise yourself as. So if you want to ring up, <laughs> if you want to ring up, and nah. Benny gets this wrong. Well, you can go into the draw next. So here we go. Not into the draw. You win the tickets. You win the tickets. This is confusing. Yeah. Okay. Benny, <laughs> who coached the Panthers yeah. to their first ever finals appearance and in what year was it? Ooh. Uh, I'm going to say Tim Sheen in 1980s. 
seven? Oh, no. No. Incorrect. <sighs> you got to push the button. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, mate. I'm not that old. I'm only 40 this year. Oh, good mm. luck, boys. See you, Benny. Thank you, Benny. Well done. Great chat. Mate, thanks for listening, mate. Uh, we've got uh, Paul from Penrith. Hello, Paul. G'day, guys. How are you? Hey, Paul, what part of the rift do you live? I'm um, down towards the river. Oh, so you River Road yeah, there, or you Emu Plains, or Leonay? Yeah, river Road. Yeah, nice. Yeah, you two, just, you two just have a chat about Penrith. We'll just wait. <laughs> nice. A couple of nice little cafes <laughs> along River Road now. Isn't there a boat? Is there? Yes, yeah. Did the they bo- have a festival in Penrith last weekend? I don't know. Don't know. Yeah, I did. There you go. Oh, there you go. I know what's going on. Mm. Ask him the question. Well, you know half the answer. Yep. What year was it? First ever finals appearance in what year and who was the coach? Oh, okay, no, you're probably going to get me. But anyway, I'm going to go. I know the minor prem is 91. So, no. Final, I'll say, I'll say 80, uh, 88. No. no. Boom. Uh, no. All okay, right. no worries. See you, mate. Thank you, buddy. Uh, Penrith supporters, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Give us a call before we go to another Panthers. So we know it's it is eighties, and we do know that it was Tim Sheen. Tim Sheen's, yes. Mark on the text line says, "Evening, boys. Do you know how many tickets have been sold for Penrith v Warriors? I thought it would have been played at Allianz, forty five thousand capacity. No, Penrith Melbourne. He means Penrith." Melbourne, yeah. Yep. Not sure if they sold that many tickets or not. I'm led to believe it's about 30,000 at the moment. Okay. Simon Orchard from uh, Greyhound, New South Wales, shortly. Uh, Dr. Mark uh, from New Zealand. Mate, you got, you got a point on the Warriors? There you go, mate. Yeah, no, it's no. Yeah, all the way from Kiwi land here. Oh, nice. Mate, the times are relevant for us. The times are relevant for us, really. I mean, it's 10 o'clock. It's not a big issue. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think we're. I think we'll go close. What yeah. about the kids? What about kids, though, mate? They have to stay up till midnight at least. Do you reckon that? That I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, you trap the kids in bed, you know. I mean, majority of kids, yeah, some are going to watch it, some are not, you know. But it's not a big issue. I mean, the NRL has never played us Kiwi boys, Kiwis any favours. So I mean, it was never going to happen anyway. Really was. And your thoughts on bringing your time forward by two hours just for the one night? You, you're all for that? You're frothing that, mate? No, nah, we'll, nah, it, won't, it won't mean nothing. So, <laughs> so you, are you a, a... How about, how about you Aussies? How about you Aussies last week going down to Fiji? Oh, oh mate, just rub it in. Don't, don't worry, so, mate. You are, can't hurt us. Are, are, you, are you a DB man or a Spates man? So what's your, what's your favourite? Oh, you definitely spate. Full cream. All right. Yeah, drink, drink spate to lose your mates. <laughs> yeah. All right, mate. Good luck on, uh, on Saturday good night. Good stuff. We've got to go. Steve from, uh, Steve from Penrith. Got an answer for the quiz, mate, for those tickets. First to the final prelim. appearance, and who was the coach? Uh, the coach, Tim Sheen. Yep. Uh, I will say 1990. No. Oh. What's wrong with you, Penrith supporters? No, Gus was the coach in 90. You do know there is a thing called Google. Is that is that in Penrith yet? <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Oh, wow. What? You can't say that. Well, why can't Thanks, someone Steve. just Google it and they'll get the answer? Can I read a text out? Yep. We've got a female texter. Yeah. 
right? Her name's Tamara or Samara. Okay, yeah. Right here. Woogie, I may be a biased South supporter, but I think you make a lot of sense. You're slowly becoming my favourite radio personality. Thank you. I agree. Uh, Sats, genuine question here. I know the Bears are the Roosters feeder club, but is it doing a disservice to the diehard Bears fans who are revelling in being in a grand final by calling them the Roosters? I don't exactly know how it all works in, in cups, so I could be off the mark here. Thought well, I think you are off the mark, Samara, for saying well, that Woogie, well, no, well, Woogie no, is one no. of your favourite radio personalities. Wow. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. The, the, Bears, the Bears fans will be out in force, I've got to say, this weekend. And they've got every right to be as well. One of the great jerseys. Yeah. The North, the North uh, Bears. You've seen the South team. It's pretty good. Yeah, both teams are stacked. Yeah, absolutely. Right Thanks, Samara. Ben from Penrith, quick. You get one more go. I've got, I've got to get out of this. Here we, we go. go. You've Googled. Simon Orchard. Who is it? Who is it? It's uh, Tim Sheens, 1985. Yeah. Thank <laughs> Christ for that. Yeah, well done. Where's the, where's well, the winning thing? Hang on. Here well, we go. Oh, no, that's, <laughs> that's Camilla. Oh, my God. What the hell is that? That's I don't Camilla. Know. Yeah, she hey, just came in there. Congratulations, mate. You've won. Well done. So stay on the line and, and Daddy you. Vass will get your um, your details. Rightio. Congratulations. Thanks. You're off to the prelim on uh, Friday Stuff night. Uh, don't miss the finals blockbuster this Friday night when the Panthers take on the Storm at a core stadium. It's a mess tonight, this show. <laughs> so do we go to Simon Orchard now or do we quickly get rid of uh, Glenn? Glenn, quickly, what can we do for you? Hey, Glenn. Hey, boys. How are we? Oh, I'm great. Awesome. Was good. Welcome to Waratah West Wacky Wednesday yep. with Glenny. Can I say good day to my new friend, Samantha? Happy 40th birthday, Samantha. Love you, darling. That was creepy. Uh, yep. When you say love you. her, is she like, is she a partner in love? What about Glenda in this whole. And Glennis. Uh, and Glennis. Uh, gone. Glenda and Glennis, they're gone, mate. Oh, what happened they're to them? Longer. What happened? When you say gone, do you mean like <laughs> you disposed of them or what's, yeah, what's gone, happened? Mate. If they we dig up your back garden. Anyway. <laughs> um, can I just say to um, oh. all the breasts of both Hugh, Hugh Jackman and Deborah Lee Furness on your separation? Yeah, what I hope that? you guys won't struggle financially. Mm. And the other day, a contestant on Million Dollar Minutes father said to his daughter, oh. do you know who that was that nearly cleaned you up on your push bike? Mm. No, I didn't see. I was avoiding being hit. Oh. Well, it was Sir Peter Jackson that replied. Right. So why didn't you let him hit you? I'm, I'm so just, he basically I'm, set up right. a lot. Uh, can I hit it? Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, you're I'm giving worried. him a lot more airtime now, which oh, I love. Oh, I love because he's an icon. Oh, oh, what? Samara would love Glenn. What's happened to Glenda and Glennis? Yeah. Do we need to launch an investigation there? Has he been at Can we Bun- get twos on the we have to get twos on the case there? Has he been at Bunnings buying a lot of lime recently? Oh, <laughs> I want to know what's Can we going check on. all the CCTV <laughs> footage around Newcastle, Broadmeadow? Well, Simon Orchard lives in that area. See well, let's if he's, get him onto it. See if he's <laughs> he maybe got Simon Orchard to help him dispose of Glenda No, that's and a, that's that's a bad claim and yep. that is not true. Okay. All right. That's yep. scandalous. <laughs> Simon Orchard from Greyhound Racing, New South Wales. The lad breaks million dollar chase, October 13. Imagine what you could be buying instead. Mate, sorry to make you sit through that. <laughs> 15 minutes of hell, boys. Gee whiz, what a show you got going on. And I tell you what, oh. that clearly has never studied business law. I reckon I've got a defamation lawsuit coming yeah, your way. Yeah, great. Yeah, great. Yeah. I apologise on behalf of all of our radio stations <laughs> yeah. uh, and our listeners in Australia and New Zealand, Simon. I'm more concerned about Glenda and Glennis. I don't give a crap uh, about I you. Know <laughs> yeah. I know Hutchie's got deep pockets. I know Hutchie's got deep pockets, boys. I'm coming. <laughs> uh, Radio, no, I, I'll move on. Um, 
Fat Pizza. You've had a text from Nick Kilner, the <laughs> trainer and owner of Fat Pizza. What's going on? Gee whiz, Fat Pizza. This is part of the text, just a little bit. Pizza straight out of the oven into Box 8. Uh, look, there's a bidding war going on, different tracks apparently trying to get Fat Pizza's services. But this is the key, fellas, and this is the last bit of the text. I think Mr. Sattler might be onto something and racing Fat Pizza over the short distances. Just putting it out there, I wonder if Mr. Sattler, which I don't know why he's calling him Mr. Sattler, would like to be Fat Pizza's consultant <laughs> slash manager moving forward. Mm. I, I would love Have you to got be. the time? I will accept that, Nick Kilner, because <laughs> he has taken my advice and he is racing 24th bloody September. One. That's on Sunday in Richmond. Over what distance? 320 metres. Is that the shortest race? Bang on. Yeah. He's all over this fat pizza. Nick Kilner, he, he's a smart man. What's the shortest race in New South Wales for Greyhounds? That's a good question, boys. There's a 297 at Dapto, which is pretty short, and I, I haven't seen the pizza down there for a long, long time, but I do know Nick Kilner used to frequent Dapto, but maybe 297 is the sweet spot. And I'll tell you what, the uh, consultancy fee percentage of winnings for Mr. Sattler won't be huge. Yep. Going off it's that just for the love. Record, so. I love it's fat pizza like he's my own. I've got a dog, Frank, <laughs> and I've got to say, if I fat pizza is alongside Frank, He's like a son to me, Frank, uh, Fat Pizza. Right yeah, let's move away. What, what box uh, has uh, Fat Pizza got again? Is six. It, he's, uh, got, he's got the six rug. No, it, it, genuine fifth placing coming up. Uh, the Group 2 <laughs> Black Top at the Gardens headlines this week's racing. Simon worth 40 grand and doubles as a qualifying race for the Million Dollar Chase. What can you tell us? Yeah, spot on, fellas. Friday night, race seven on the card. It's the Black Top final. It's a big race and it's moved to a new home this year, normally a little bit later in the year, but it's in September. We cannot wait to get out there on the track. And look, fellas, it's a good race as well. Nangar Lucy is the favourite from Box 1 at the moment. Umberto won the Dapso Megastar just a couple of weeks ago. That was worth 75 grand, so it's looking for another big payday. But I reckon it's all about another really good name here in the Greyhound world, Fat Boy's Dream. Fat Boy's Dream for Mark Davidson. He's a local guy. He's from Brandy Hill, Races at Newcastle and the Gardens nearly every week, and he's a bloody good fella as well, guys. He's the sort of bloke who you can go sit, have a beer with at the track and just have a ripping yarn, and he doesn't even remember that he's got his dogs out there sometimes because he's so infatuated on having a good time with you. But he's in the final. He's got two chances, Frisky Felon and Fat Boy's Dream. Uh, there's a host of other good greyhounds in the race, but as I said, it's worth forty grand to the winner, the first three through to the Million Dollar Chase semifinals, which... Just continues to give, boys. We've got races every day. There was a race at Richmond today where a bloke by the name of Peter Lagagioni won with Nat El Sheba. A lot of people will say, well, who the hell is Pete Lagagioni? I'll tell you who he is. He's won $2 million chases already, boys. We've only had five, and he's a two-time winner. Now he's into the semifinals again with Nat El Sheba. So if there's any dog uh, that you want to send to a trainer out there, Peter Lagagioni is the million-dollar man, maybe. Maybe after this radio stint, I'll see if he's interested in taking on a promising young type in Fat Pizza. Well, I'm, I'm backing Nick Kilner every day of the week over him. Now, Mick what? says on the text line, 285 is the shortest race. Um, now, Simon, where are things at? Richest Greyhound Series in the world, the MDC. Where, where's everything at with that? Yeah, look, we just had, as I said, Richmond today. We've got Gunnedah tomorrow, boys. Wagga on Friday with the Gardens program. Then we've got Grafton, Nowra and Gosford 
After that, the city qualifiers, which are at Wentworth Park. So we haven't had any races for the Million Dollar Chase at Wentworth Park yet. Uh, but all roads lead to Wenty on October 6th. The semi-finals, 64 of the best greyhounds in the country. We're going to have eight semi-finals of eight dogs. The first across the line in each of those semis advances to the Million Dollar Race on October 13th. So we're getting towards the pointy end, boys. A lot of good greyhounds still out there yet to qualify. Those city qualifiers in a couple of weeks typically see the absolute ridgy did from around the country who haven't yet got through show up. And they're almost million-dollar chase races in themselves. So plenty happening, plenty to see, and, of course, plenty to gamble responsibly on as well. Rightio, mate. Uh, Wentzy Park tonight. What do you got for us? Any tips? Yeah, we should do. Race 8, number 7, Charm Outlaw. That's 8, 7, Charm Outlaw. And 10, 1, Queen Baroque. Pretty confident as well, fellas. So nice. hopefully a good night for the punters. Rightio, mate. And I love this new format of you following Glenn. Each week, two so icons. It's, it's like yeah, two icons yeah. of Newcastle or the Hunter. Yeah, may I say so, mate? I like it. Um, I appreciate you hanging around for it. Can you just go and do a uh, a, a health check on Glenda and Glennis, please? Just a welfare check. Yeah, please. welfare check. That's <laughs> what I'm doing. Right? Oh, we'll do, boys. Looking forward to next week. The world's richest greyhound race, the Million Dollar Chase, Wentworth Park, uh, October 13. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. We didn't even get to say goodbye. He's gone. I don't think. I don't know. I feel so. You could. You shouldn't have said that about Simon. You, you can't say stuff like that on the on the radio. You no. can't. No. No. We could end up in a lot of trouble. Really. Sports update. Thanks to Red Energy on the way next. Plus things that make you go. Things that make you go. Things that make you go. And literally, we have a thousand text messages. We'll get to that as well. Mick said, when Glenn calls, we should have creepy music behind him. I, I like that idea. It's a good idea for Mick because he said everyone in his pub thinks he's a creep. Yeah, he is really? a creep. He's, hey, a, he's our creep. Breaking news, Lee yeah. Hadjapentalis. Is that right? I'll get it right. Lee Hadjapentalis, yep. Yeah, he's been re-elected as the West Tigers chairman for three years. Okay, yeah. Well, he tips a lot of money into that club as well. He's from Bry. Is it Bryden's? He owns Bryden's yeah, lawyers, yeah. yeah. And proud partners of SCN. As Absolutely, well. yeah. All right, well done. Uh, that's, geez, a lot of news coming out of the West Tigers tonight. Break time. We've got to get to it. This is Sports Day. The all electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation We're of legends. For World this Gym is Australia. Sports Day. We'll Train be back for in the a sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for your texts and calls tonight. 0457 736 736. It's absolutely going nuts. We love your support here on uh, Sports Day. Just quickly, Mick, uh, one of our listeners who's been on the on the air tonight. WA, yeah. Yeah, he's got a horse that's about to jump. We just Belmont. got on. Yeah. Remember, remember, imagine what you could be buying instead. Yep. Barry 13, I don't have much confidence in. What's it called? What's my favourite number? Done with Blues. Mm. Is it raced yet? No, it hasn't. It's about to. All righty. Mm. Mick, get on the phone. We want to hear you uh, watching your If it wins, ring up. No, I want to hear him. Oh, I want to, want to, I want to okay. hear the in his, disappointment in his voice. Oh. <laughs> you know, when the Roosters lose or the Norse, when Norse lose the... New South Wales Cup Yep. On, on the weekend. Hey, can I read out the preliminary final, grand final qualifier team in 2011? This is the last time that the Warriors made a grand final. First year, Sean Johnson's first year look at in him, the NRL. How young did he look? I know. So fullback Kevin Locke, 
Good player. Quick he was. I think he's still playing overseas. The wingers were Bill Tupo and Manu Vatavai. Oh, oh. uh, Lewis Brown, who was a bit of a back rower, centre play, a bit of everywhere. He was a good player, Lewis Brown. And Chris Ninninu, the smiling goal kicker. James Maloney, number six, wherever he went. A team played finals. Yeah, they did. Halfback Sean Johnson. He was outstanding that year. Russell Packer, oh. the front row with Lance Hohire. Uh, and number 10, Jacob Lilliman. Great player. Elijah Taylor, who was a bit of a utility as well. And Simon Mannering, their yep. legend. 300 gamer and their player of the year is named the Simon Mannering medal. The 13 and lock was the workhorse Michael Luck, who is now the operations manager, football operations manager right. at the Cowboys. And the bench was Sam Rapira, good front rower. Aaron Heremai, good hooker. Felidi Mateo, who was a very skillful player. And another really good front row that was hindered by bad knees was Ben Madalino. Good team. Yeah, good right. team. Yeah, there you have it. Yeah, but again, the, the, the real big piece there was Johnson and Maloney. It's our sports update for Red Energy. Uh, for 100% Australian electricity and gas, how do you compare them to the current side? So. Oh, I think the side today is a is a... Better side across the park. Yeah, Marada near quarter and Adam Fanua Blake, uh, Wade Egan at hooker, Sean Johnson, a little bit more experienced now. Um, you've got Charles Kluk star. Uh, I think Dallin Martini Zalesniak up against Manu Vatavai. Not quite sure. Can't really decide out of either of them. Uh, I think I think today's team would beat that 2011 side. This doesn't look good. Mix on the text going, I'm not angry, just disappointed. Oh. Really? Mick. Mick. Come on, mate. Just because you run pubs and have a good life. Trust Red Energy's Aussie team to look after you. Call them today for 100% Australian electricity and gas. You want to kick it off, Sats? Yeah, I will. Uh, I've got a couple here. In If your traffic camera catches you jaywalking in China, a digital system has your profile. Go straight into a database. Profile of your face. The way you walk, what they call your gait, a genetic code, which everyone has, and they will fine you. They'll take money out of your bank account. No appeal process whatsoever. They'll supply your photo to people in your neighbourhood and reduce reduce your credit score. For jaywalking. Mm. Yeah. What if you actually did something illegal? I know. I've got one for you. Yep. What about a competition called the Balloon World Cup? So explain a little bit more to me. Well, it's You know how you inflate a balloon? Yep. And you've got to keep – you know, you used to play it in your lounge room. You've got to keep it off the ground. Yeah, yeah. Well, I used to love doing that with my dad. There's now a World Cup for it. <laughs> I can't translate the uh, – There's two blokes. So, Matt, they're, they're commentating keeping the balloon off the ground. That's hectic, that. That's hectic. Would you, uh, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. I used to love it, but remember, only six inches off the ground, you'd, you'd hit it over the couch, and your my old man used to have to jump over the couch to try and keep it alive around the furniture. Mm. Uh, can I just, uh, it was great. Um, I can't believe I'm halfway through reading something and, and talking to you on the radio and you point to the TV. Did you arrange Fox to show your tackle from the <laughs> 2003 grand final? No, I didn't. It just came up on the screen. It did. 
Tell me, how does that make when you see that? How do you feel? Uh, it, Don't say embarrassed because you point it to the TV. Um, you got watery happy. eyes. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's always this time of year. Really, you get really it takes you. But talking to T. T- Paul tour tonight, yeah. like it's, it's really good when you get to. We got we got our twenty year reunion next Friday, as well. So you're doing golf. You normally no. play golf, don't you? We played golf uh, this year, uh. one time, and you've lost focus. Yeah, I know. I know. Have um, you been cutting ori- uh, uh, onions? Yeah, yeah, no, no. No, talking to T. Actually, I get quite emotional when I talk to Big T. All right, give us one more things to make you go. Now mm. the movie. Can you remember the trilogy? There was a, there was three of them made. It's called Candyman. No, you can't. You can't remember horror movie. Almost. Horror movie. Right. Yeah. So real B. There's a scene in the three the three movies. No. Where real where bees are used stinging an actor, but real bees were used in the filming of of the horror movie Candyman, and over the th- course of the three movies, the actor Tony Todd, who was continually stung by the bees, he was stung twenty seven times. Yeah, but he was paid an extra thousand dollars per sting. Things that make you, what? That make you go. Yeah. Not bad coin if you can get it. Mm. All right, things that make you go, hmm, if you've got one for us, 0457 736 736, shoot them uh, through to us. Um, what's this one? 465. Jason, last week you were going on about wearing singlets and letting them all hang out. Your man boobs, Jace. Yeah, 465. That's Oh, that's from man that's boobs. That's from man boobs. That's from yeah. man boobs. I, you yeah. know, so what, mate? Are you all right? Are you a bit creepy? Just because I wore a singlet. Now, Bondi Jack says, done with the blues, got dusted. And Mick said, from Stone Motherless last to second, I'm sorry. Mm. So, Mick, when we come over to your pub, you owe us. Yep. Just a week's accommodation and a few beers and a couple of steaks would be nice. Hey, what about this? Uh, text from New Zealand. Up the waz. Chucky, a truck driver from New Zealand and a long-suffering Dragons fan. Mm. You poor bugger. <laughs> Seriously. Um, one more. So that's a good to go to a break. Not all New Zealanders are whingers. It's an Australian comp on at 10 p.m. Hope Warriors win, but stop moaning, fellow Kiwis. P.S. Don't do a harker on the other on the other folk slam. Yeah, I agree with that. What's that? Don't do a harker on other folks land. Yeah, that, yeah. I I I've um, said I said this about a month ago. Yeah, I think it should be reserved for New Zealand matches only. In New Zealand. In New Zealand. So not even we're on your not turf. even Australia versus not even a Bledisloe played nope. in Australia. I don't think it should be done. Okay. I don't think it should be done on Australian soil. Shout out to our Kiwi listeners. But I don't mean that. Mm. I don't mean that offensively, Sats. Yep. I'm oh, seriously. I don't. Yeah. No. No. I know you don't. I, 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 I mean it respectfully. Yep. I, I. It's it's a call to war, right? It's a call mm-hmm. to arms, but it's on our turf. Doesn't make sense, right? Well, some may. I argue, love seeing it. By some, the way. Yeah. Some may argue that. Uh, some may argue that you're going into enemy territory and basically staking your claim, pitching your flag, or we should be, we should be adopting a war cry. Well, the Australian kangaroo team used to have a war cry. Yeah, I know. I remember that. Mm. Or we could get, I don't know, John Williamson coming out singing "Hey True Blue" or something. Mm. That'll or stuff him. James Rain. <laughs> What's he singing? Whatever he wants. What I, you know? What our biggest weapon against. The All Blacks would be shed. Get them to come out and sing Geronimo or something. That'll put them to sleep. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play 
building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. It's now time for the tip of the day for the Leg Up, Australia's fastest-growing tipping service. The Leg Up's own Blake Johnston has his best play of the day. G'day, fellas. We're heading to Hawkesbury for our best play of the day. Race three, number three, rise to it. He's been heavily supported at his last two. He got the job done. Two back, impressive winner over a couple of horses that have subsequently won a couple of races. And then last start, he was a complete excuse from a wide draw. He was three deep without cover. He made an early move and he knocked up much softer draw. He lands behind the lead speed and I reckon he'll bounce back. Thanks, fellas. Good luck if you follow. Thank you, Blake. Get a leg up on the bookies with Australia's fast growing, fastest growing tipping service, thelegup.com.au. A-U. Radio sats, text messages. There are a gazillion of them. Sporty Gav. Hey, guys. Rookie of the year would have to be Melbourne Storm winger Will Warbrick. Dylan Lucas has had a huge season also for the Mighty Knights. Which rookie has impressed you, Sats? Sporty Gav. I've got to say Will Warbrick has been outstanding. Uh, Sonny Taruva, who still qualifies from Penrith, has been outstanding. Uh, I think Jareem Buller. I think Jacob Preston. Isaiah Katoa as well had a bit of a stint there in first grade at the, the Dolphins. I think based on all of that and based on the way the team has gone, I've got to say, and he's played pretty much the whole season, Sonny Taruva, I think. It's out of both he and he and Jacob Preston, who played the whole season in the back row in a team that really struggled, which, yeah, so that's all I think, Sporty Gav. I've got a te- couple of texts here from New Zealand. Guys, I do recall you Aussies responded to the Harker with a live rendition of Waltz and Matilda. That put the fear of God into all the black, into the All Blacks. Aha. Yeah, fair call. That is a fair call. Uh, for 2025 British Lions Tour to Australia, British Lions versus Anzac 15. So Australia and New Zealand. I, I like love that. It. That's, that's a from, great idea, that's Michael. That's from Michael in Wellington. In Wellington. Windy Wellington. You, you do realise the Anzac 15 will be made up of 15 All Blacks. Hmm. It's the only way we'll win. Mark from Sydney here. Great show tonight, guys. Thanks for taking my call. To combat the Harker versus the Kiwis, I'd say get the Screaming Jets to do a live version of Better. Or Nicky Webster. It could be that. Rabbit Burrow from Tomorrow says, Wookster, it'll be their next six songs that no one has heard of. That'll be our best weapon. Yeah. Of course, Shepard. Now, Bags from Narrabri. G'day, boys. Love the show. How good was Tony Pulitua and Joe Nullivow in the back row at Penrith? Yeah. Absolutely devastating. One was five, six foot three, six foot four T. The other one was about five foot ten, which is Joe Nullivar. And he had this massive, big, powerful ass on him. Like he could just, it was so hard to tackle him. Can we get Joe on next week for the Panthers? If yeah, the Panthers, absolutely. Man, I, yeah. want, I want him to respond to the Beyonce hairstyle yeah. rumors. Because his, his wife is one, she went on the voice. She's got oh, the, she? the most amazing voice. And, and she's, she looks like Beyonce and sings like Beyonce. And he came to training with his frizzy hair and he had it dyed like this rusty colour. And he looked exactly like, he looked like exactly like Mabel, his wife. So wow. he said, what's the thing with Beyonce? What, what's your love with Beyonce? <laughs> hey, uh, we've got here, hey, Sats, Woogie Daddy Vass. It was funny watching the Tom Eisenhuth running through a tackle on the weekend and running for his life. He has a little bit like Christian Welsh. Yeah, you're right, Gav. I love front rolls when they get into 
open space. Go Warriors, kickoff time very late in New Zealand because about 10 o'clock from Michael. Yeah, we've been talking about that at length, haven't we? Care Bear and Scott. What? The greatest prelim, we talk about great grand final qualifiers. Greatest prelim wins were the Chookies and the, the Roosters in 2020, in 2002. They buried the myth of the 2002 grand final that had to be by crushing the cap roaring Bulldogs. Uh, the Bulldog now the Bulldogs in two thousand two Bondi they they lost all their points, so that means the Warriors went to the minor premiership, and the Roosters played the Warriors in the grand final, and then the Bulldogs beat the Roosters in two thousand and four. Who's Care Bear? You. Why? Because he's cuddly. <laughs> My most memorable grand final qualifier is the nineteen ninety seven. Oh, I'm hearing you here, Stormy Daniel. 1997 prelim final between North Sydney Bears and the Newcastle Knights, where Knights winger Darren Albert mowed down a flying Matt Sears in the dying minutes to deny the Bears a spot in the grand final. I still, Stormy Daniel, I, listening on the app, I still believe it is one of the great moments in all of finals. The Darren Albert tackle on Matt Sears. Matt Sears was a flyer. Mm. And, yeah, it sent the, the Knights into a grand final. Righty, I've got to go to a break. Hey, by the way, after 8 o'clock tonight for our SCN stations and for those listening through the SCN app, the driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stevie Johnson, uh, that is coming up. If you love your motorsport, stick around for those boys. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Just getting you in the mood for the driver's seat. Bit of bogan rock. On Sports Day, coming at you. Uh, Sats is uh, last laugh coming up uh, real soon as well. Listeners, we need your help as well. Uh, maybe save your text till tomorrow night. We need a creepy song, it seems, for Glenn uh, when he gives us creepy call. noise or something. Do There's we? something. Is it? What about that? Oh, I know that mu- music from um, Daddy Vass had some a couple of weeks ago from you the got, Bates you, Motel. You got rid of it? No, I didn't, mate. Yeah, you, know, you were a little no, bit no, jealous no, no. that he oh, that he found please. some really good audio. I don't. I actually, I, no, not at all. No. I, I just, we don't have any room here. I, you know, what we need to get the the what's that Norman Bates movie? Uh, Bates Motel. What what's it called? Psycho. Psycho. Let's get that. I'm not okay. saying, not suggesting he's a psycho. Uh, I just want the questionable. <laughs> just want. I'm really am worried if um, Glenda or Glennis uh, is listening. Yep. Are listening? Uh, blink, please blink twice. <laughs> blink twice, so we know you're okay. Um, I've got a couple of texts here. You play one Origin on a Sunday, either on New Zealand. It will never happen. I know it will never happen, but it makes sense if it would happen. But wh- why? Why does it make sense again? I, I've forgotten. I just said, just from a revenue point of view, just allow it won't allow New Zealand to have one Origin, which I don't agree with entirely across the history of origin, but I think under the circumstances, I think we should, but it'll never happen. But they'd have to, okay, they would have to play it at 10 o'clock at night in no, New Zealand. What he's, what the listener is saying is play it on a Sunday yep. at a reasonable time, which we know 11 is 11am Australian time. Which is, is not going to nice? happen. We get it. We know you love your, your ratings and all no, that I'm t- No, no, Channel 9 pay a billion bucks for the game. The broadcasters pay a we billion bucks. We get it. Bucks. They're not going to do it. It's just a suggestion, Jason. Okay. 
It's a bad suggestion. Okay, Bondo Jackie, oh, I apologise. You were talking about 2003 prelim final when they got to play each other. Um, and Puffball from Bathurst says, Sats, Bulldogs versus Roosters 03 prelim. Only reason Penrith won because they beat each other. <laughs> Please. That's funny. Uh, 837, <laughs> the Warriors have six players who have played in a GF plus one who has played in the finals. The Broncos have only two who have both played in GFs. So more experience. Yeah, I'm talking about when you play a multiple final series. And when you play, in, if you play a couple of games in finals, well, you're not really that experienced. But they've had a couple of players that have played in grand finals with Parramatta. Uh, of course, Sean Johnson's played in the grand final as well. So, Rooster Mars, I'll sleep on the offer to have a $50 bet with you. Read the uh, yeah. South Sydney Rabbitohs playing Norths in the New South Wales Cup. I, I am mindful, though, I don't want to take your money off you. So mm. I know you're struggling. The preliminary final sticks in my mind is St. George Illawarra match for 1992 when the Steelers were denied a handful of tries by Greg McCallum in a 4-0 loss. What a referee he was. On Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. He's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. His smoothie a made-up name? He won't be so smooth after Saturday night. Up the wire, Stephen Christchurch. What do you call a magician that it's lost his magic? Ian. What? What do you call a magician who's lost his magic? Ian. (laughs) Thanks for all your texts and phone calls tonight. It has been a massive show. We'll be back tomorrow night. Two hours of Sports Day uh, being a Thursday night. Catch you then. Drive a seat for our SEN stations in the app. Up next.